0: hold on a second, I know so much about how to treat your wife and how to be a husband and what's good and what's bad, what's halal and what's haram. None of that seems to be effective in what really matters to me right now. Well, I would say that if the Prophet Wasallam, or if Allah SWT's guidance is present in your relationship with your wife, then you expect relationship with your wife to be amazing. And every time a difficulty comes up, you'll be able to deal with it because you've got guidance on your side. What is the point of having God's guidance on your side if it doesn't work?
1: Salaamu alaikum Mustafa.
0: Wa alaikum salam.
1: How's it going? You're right? As if you've just met. <laughs> yeah, but all that previous salaam is, has to go in the back of your uh, back of your mind. That was <laughs> all fake. This is a real salam.
0: <laughs> oh well, today's all about getting it real, so i so, I mean
1: normally we start off by, you know, salam everyone, uh introducing our guests, but um as you know, you're a bit of an enigma. Mm. I was trying to <laughs> think, you know, I mean I've known Mustafa for many years. I've been seeing you here and there, but I couldn't quite put my finger on, and I think that's on purpose you you know you've you you've created this persona about yourself you know there's a bit of activism there, a bit of you know uh community work, a bit of talab al-ilm A bit of uh politics a bit of you know mass vigilante by night um uh, that was that was a private one isn't it I mean, forget, forget that bit but uh yeah, it's hard to mashallah because you're a man of many talents it's hard to put your finger on so I'll um, probably do, do an intro afterwards, I'll just say, you know, okay. the camera, you know, today we spoke about Mustafa and, you know, <laughs> this is how he made us feel. <laughs> so, I mean, part of your skill set, obviously, is, you know, helping, uh, and just giving advice to brothers like myself, so I'm trying to get some advice as well, you know, from you to uh, maybe like a free therapy session, and call it, <laughs> I don't know if you're qualified as a counsellor as well, but... Uh, yeah, I think it's good to get, get more and more people to know you, mashallah. Well,
0: thank you very much. Thank you for having me and inviting me to speak. Um, I'm usually shy, although I've been camera for a long time, especially for TV channels and stuff. Mm. But every time I'm on camera, I'm still a bit camera shy. Um, but somewhere along the line, about eight years ago, I chose to cut out, like, no more public appearances and uh I'll share with you maybe, you know, like what, what brought
1: happened. that brought ab- brought that about? Really? You wanna know?
0: <laughs> I think maybe Only
1: if it's interesting.
0: <laughs> well Just kidding, um, I'm sure. Well actually it's it's quite relevant to what we're gonna maybe, you know, some mm. of the stuff that we will touch on today. So I consider considered myself as a al and a person who's been seeking knowledge mm. for a very long time. Like since I was um,
1: 13.
0: Um, my dad put me into the madrasa system in Bangladesh. So we oh. were here, went over Mashaun. there, and I was really interested in religious studies. So, um, Alhamdulillah, I was one of the good students in Bangladesh, and Mashaun. I came over here and continued that. So, and then I studied in Syria with Sheikh Abdallah bab Sheikh al Qadr al-Arnaout, and then followed that through in Mauritania. And not I sure kind not. of like felt like I've covered the syllabus, the basic syllabus that is recommended by mashai. And then I'm in the public platform doing khutbas and um, delivering speeches and speaking to people. Mm. But I realized that it wasn't really helping me in my personal life. So I went through a divorce, and I'm like, hold on a second. I know. So much about How to treat your wife And how to be a husband And what's good And what's bad What's halal And what's haram Mm. But None of that seems to be Effective In What really matters to me Right now And so I've got this challenge And it's not working Which is my relationship And I know all of this stuff So what's the point Of all of this?
1: So you knew the theory
0: Yeah Like What we call the knowledge Yeah I had the Knowledge, quote-unquote, which I no longer subscribe to as knowledge, or it could be knowledge, but it's not necessarily beneficial knowledge. So even if you know mm. you know the whole uh, compendium of Ibn Taymiyyah's Fatawa, right, is it beneficial knowledge or is it information that you have? Mm. So I realized in 2015 that actually a lot of it is just stuff that I know. And... It kind of, I was, it it was lingering in the back of my mind. Like, am I just talking to an audience because I know stuff and I can talk about it? Or am I making a difference? Mm -hmm. So I remember I called up Islam Channel and I said, I'm canceling all my shows. And they said, why? And I said, well, because I really don't have anything to say. They said, Brother Mustafa, you're the only one who has 12 months' plan of all the content (laughs) and every session you're going to do. And you're telling me you don't have anything to say. I said, absolutely, all of that is rubbish. I've said it before. Ten people have said it before. I'm just going to probably say it in my own language and look good and sound intellectual and wow. Mm -hmm. But that's not what I'm after anymore. I want to see actual impact in my life and if I'm actually contributing to people in my community or am I just another waffler. That's where it's kind of stopped Mm. me going to public gatherings.
1: I noticed as well, not just just as myself, but generally in public that... um, as I get older and older I perceive the difference between Talking about something And doing it <laughs> Yeah, absolutely You it's know, very we talk, talk about, about Sharia it. a lot Yeah But do we do it? And do we When we talk about it What's our what's our intention? Do I just want to Convey information From one person to the next? As though, you know It's just Maybe there's an element of Ego I want to look good I want to make it look like I know something So I give an answer or do I actually want some effective change in the person I'm speaking to? Yeah, you know, and, and, and it's really difficult not to give. An, we learn this from just l- looking at mashayikh and stuff. They might, they might, th- very often they they won't answer a question, mm-hmm. even though they know the answer. Yeah, because answering the question as it's put is not good for the the individual asking. For example, or there might be a a bigger maslaha to to you know direct the conversation somewhere else. But it's very it's irresistible to not <laughs> convey something. You technically know the, the information.
0: Yeah. Well, we're in the culture of it, aren't we? We're in the culture of like armchair punditry, mm. right? Um, and I think I, missed, I sent you a message saying, you know, the kind of conversation we want to have that's going to make a difference is not a descriptive conversation like people do, say, for example, football match. You mm. can sit there, you and I can analyse and talk about the football match, being on the stand, like the pundits, they sit there on the stands and they talk. And the kind of di- conversation that actually makes a difference is on the field. Very mm-hmm. few people are actually making a difference, making the events happen in a football game. And those are those twenty-two people on the on the ground. If
1: I'm right. Um, so what is what is what does that look like for Islam and Islamic discourse? Um, I guess. Who are the who are the players well, and who are the spectators?
0: Well. This is the thing You know Are there any players in Islamic discourse Do we need more players uh, uh, Oh no Are there any Commentators rather
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, Do we need commentators Or do we actually need people Who are being Muslim Instead of talking about Islam I think you know Distinction you made earlier mm-hmm. on You know You can talk about something But doing that thing Is very different mm-hmm. And I think for a long while We've focused on Talking about things Because it's easier mm-hmm. But I think we're going to come to an end of that because now knowledge economy has become so easy. Everybody has access to so much information. And funnily enough, you know, what did our um, our scholars used to say about learning knowledge from books? Yeah, you have many mistakes. We don't take knowledge from the books. We take knowledge from the chest of others, we say. However, if you look at modern-day scholarship, we are very academic Mm. We can talk about stuff I can talk about fiqh I can talk about uh, the usul of fiqh I can talk about X, Y and Z But none of that was actually making a difference In my life Nor in the life of the audience That I am dealing with So yeah, I mean We've got to
1: come to a stop sometime And say, hold on a second, what's Mm. going on? There's a nice statement I think of Malik He said, knowledge used to be a dot But ignorance turned into a C Wow. <laughs> wow. Like the more, you, the more ignorance there is, the more you have to explain and, and, and waffle and all that kind of stuff, I guess.
0: Yeah, so, uh, you know, your question of what do we need, I think we've gathered so much of information now. So much has been written. Mm-hmm. Um, now we need to look at, hold on a second, what's the gap between knowing and being doing? And work on that. And so a lot of the time, that's not talking about stuff, that's talking stuff.
1: So that's been your journey over the last
0: eight years? last eight years has been focused on, hold on a second, so what is the point of me knowing all of this if it's not present in my life? And if it isn't present in my life, what does it look like? What would the impact be?
1: Mm.
0: You see, the the status quo of things is when somebody asks you, Salman, how are you? What do you say?
1: Normally, the... The pre-prepared answer Which is Good Alhamdulillah How are you? <laughs> yeah Good Alhamdulillah good, How are you? And that's what everybody says yeah.
0: Now even if things aren't good Right And you were okay to tell me about it What would you say?
1: Probably the same It's okay Or oh, it's work in yeah. progress yeah. yeah Or you might say Alhamdulillah
0: ala kulli hal. Alhamdulillah ala kulli hal. Yeah. But That's not the That doesn't really get us anywhere Does it? And that's the status quo we live in Like, mm. If it's really bad And you and I know it's bad What do we say? It's like, well It's probably meant to be this way <laughs> Right? Or Blame Qadr uh, Oh yeah, I know Absolutely <laughs> Like, it, It's written It's supposed to happen this mm-hmm. way So brother I just have to be patient with it Or we'll say It's like oh, Allah will sort it out But do You you were in the 90s How old are you now?
1: Uh, how do I look? <laughs> I, 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 I mean, <laughs> eighteen. No. Well, I need, uh, uh, I need to. I don't have a, <laughs> I don't have a sound effect for that. <laughs> okay, so I'm twenty, uh, 37 MashaAllah awesome, right? Mm. So you mm. probably
0: were around in the nineties when we had the big hype here.
1: You are quite young. Yeah.
0: Um. Now, we used to have this thing of Mahdi coming next year. <laughs> the Mahdi is coming. He's. Coming. I don't remember somewhere. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, the Ramadan in which there's going to be the full moon and the Jum'ah coinciding together, that's the Ramadan, gonna Mahdi is going to come. And we heard that year after year after year, the Mahdi is coming, or the Mujaddid is coming. Well, something's going to happen very soon, inshallah, everything's going to be okay. Mm. Now, is it okay?
1: What is, what is the situation? How is it? So people are waiting for some kind of external actor to come, is that what you are? Yeah, either, well, either we're waiting for external
0: actor to come, right? Or we just pretend it's okay, like fake it till we make it. Mm. Or, like I was, a wounded healer, you know, I have all the problems in my life, but I'm preaching to the world how perfect everything is going to be. You know, the normative conversation is very easy mm. how things should be. But how are things? That's a tough one to look at.
1: So, how are things? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Well that's I guess that's probably Where we can start This conversation Like you know, you know Where are we But before we do that though What is the impact Do you say like Of not knowing Where things are Or just saying For you for example Just saying Alhamdulillah Everything's good What's the impact of
1: that Yeah I mean I had once been described as You know like On a map You need to know You need to see the map You need to know The destination And you also need The you are here bit Yeah so if you don't have One of those ingredients You can't really get anywhere
0: So if you Want to go from London to Norwich And you're in Birmingham Absolutely You say Oh well I want to get to Norwich But I think I'm in London Actually you are not mm-hmm. You're in Birmingham How's that going to work? It's not going to work out very well So it's very important right, To know where I stand mm-hmm. Do you know where you stand? That's a big know. question <laughs>
1: It like seems kind that of philosophical. I mean, what do you mean? Do you know where you stand, in in what in what regard?
0: I think you mentioned philosopher. There is a, an English philosopher who talks about this very well. I think it was Hume who talks about knowing the ground we stand on as the starting point for getting everywhere. And uh, I think even Qayyum mentions it as well. That the, the first step to our journey to Allah mm. uh, for the seeker is to know the ground you stand on. Mm. Where do we lie today? But not knowing where we lie today, it has its own implications, right? So, as you said earlier, you don't, you can't really move, or if you're actually taking directions, you're probably going to end up in the wrong place. Yeah. you might go the opposite way. You might go the opposite way. You don't really know where to start, although you think you've started a journey. Mm. Um, and then what happens if
1: you continue that way? So, do you mean on your, in your journey to Allah, where do you stand? Well, or do you mean, I don't know, like because in your journey to Allah is very, very
0: abstract. Yeah. Right It's very abstract In fact we've made it abstract And maybe we'll get to Have a little Pick at that today as well
1: mm-hmm.
0: But isn't it it's, it's quite an abstract Like in your journey you're like, oh, where am I You know um, You can't give
1: coordinates The only way is up
0: Yeah Or down to the grave um, But what I want to see uh, Salman is That we need to get Like there is always A consequence Of not knowing mm-hmm. Where you are Whether it's about your health
1: Oh, okay. Or so uh, any any metric where where you are, what your current what status quo is.
0: Yeah, what is your, what is important to you, right? Mm. And so if like you health,
1: family, health, family, finances, ibadah, finances, our finances, yeah. and if
0: you're in a position of responsibility, leadership, mm. our
1: youth, our masajid. Uh, I coined a term recently. I think it was last year, uh, after Ramadan. You know, just in khutbas and stuff, you tell people like the idea is, you know, when you when Ramadan comes, we. We we experience an increase in different metrics and stuff, and when we come That's back true. after Ramadan, yeah. the trick is to come back. Naturally, you are going to come down in your ibadah and your so many things, but c- the trick is to come down to a level which is higher than you were at before Ramadan. Mm-hmm. So Ramadan comes, and then you are at higher, level and then every year, hopefully, you are increasing your. Uh, as Ibn Qayyim says, "There is no the interesting no is stasis in this universe. Yeah. You are either progressing or you are regressing, regressing without knowing." Yeah. Um, and I coined a statement called a self-assessment act's return. Wow, it's a good one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah.
0: So tell me about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, so you have to know before what what stage you are at in different metrics, right? Like how much Quran are you reading? Mm-hmm. How many? How much Sadaqah am I giving? How much uh, Du'a am I making? How many prayers am I making in jamaah You know, how much time am I giving to X Y Z project, to yeah. my family, to this, to that? So in order to know if you're or in order to ensure that you're growing yeah, yeah. year upon year, you have to know where you are to have a self assessment act to return. And it's partly bec- um spurred by what we do anywhere at Islam Twin C and, and the broader mm-hmm. organisations that we have quarterly and annual check ins and kind of um what they call appraisals. Yep. And part of that is your Islamic development appraisal. So like a private personal thing, but we have a murabi assigned to us that, you know, just to make sure um, that we have, that we're following some kind of um, personal development plan, whether it's you know there's an element for family, there's an element for um, personal development, knowledge, uh, Quran, um, you know, uh, ibadah, and, and that kind of stuff. So if you're not doing that, then what happens? Mm. And I, I did a, a poll once on social media. I asked, you know, is it do you have someone who is monitoring at least your uh, Islamic development? And I think ninety five percent of people said no, and I was thinking that you know is that and what you're talking about it essentially is Tudbia right this oh. is this is the in in the in the cosmic sense this is you n- you nurturing as opposed to maybe information transfer and and, and knowledge in yeah. the academic sense absolutely Tudbia is the actual transformation the transformative. It's uh, actually process. yeah the
0: vehicle that's going to yeah. get you
1: to your ideals and and
0: the values that you subscribe to. Um, so if you're not actually looking at yourself, if you're not mm-hmm. looking at the metrics that are important to you, or to us as a community, then we would you agree that we're actually perpetuating the status quo?
1: Yeah, arguably, yeah. or maybe even regressing.
0: Maybe regressing. So if our trajectory is you know downwards, then it's going to continue going in the directory mm-hmm. uh, the the direction it's currently in. Yeah. And when it's doing that, what happens though, I would suggest, is that, especially for people like yourself and myself, who, I guess maybe we are, we, we're kind of matured over the years, but maybe yeah, people who are... Not <laughs>
1: <laughs> you are. A lot of people huh? tell me that.
0: <laughs> you don't have any whites yet. But, khair. Um, <laughs> uh, you mm. see, what happens is there's a gap between your expectations of reality and reality. Mm. And when that gap keeps widening, What happens to general people in in, in public? Like, for example, right? You go and you're suffering. God forbid, uh, something in your health. Or no, let's forget about that one. Let's Mm -hmm. say you uh, you think you go and you put your money uh, card in your bank account and you want, or you use your bank card to spend somewhere, and it's like lack of funds, lack of funds. You go to the bank and go, "What's happening with my card?" They say, "No, you've got plenty of money." And then you go. But it's not spending How come every time I go out to spend It doesn't work How do you feel about that It doesn't make sense It doesn't make sense It does not compute Now consider An entire ummah Who think That we are great We are the best of people In the world We are God's people We have the true religion We are on the right path To success in this world And the hereafter But meh, We're suffering all of this stuff is going on. How do you think they feel? How do you think the general public feel? The
1: general public conscience and feeling? I think that's the, the, the fertile ground for that kind of thinking of something big, something cataclysmic is required. Mahdi, Khilafah, something external to my efforts. Mm-hmm. Wait for that thing to come or talk about it. or that It's so far away that it, talking about it is kind of comforting and numbing. Yeah. Rather than the things that you know, the five things I can do right now to edge us towards a better position, I won't do those because I'd rather talk about something that has a kind of inebriating effect. Absolutely, uh, but
0: do consider you and I get the right answer. Uh, there isn't one. <laughs> <laughs> with me. There isn't the right answer. It's your you know your view of how things are mm. is important to you, and your view of how things are is what impacts your life. So how you see your health is what's going to impact mm-hmm. your health. How you see mm-hmm. your relationship with your wife or your children is what's going to impact your life and children. So your truth is what matters, really. And I think, overall, we've got kind of like umatic truths. Like we can look at the umatic and go, oh, where are we? What are we doing as an entire community? What are we doing as a mosque? What are we doing as an individual organisation? What are we doing as an individual? And then you begin to start seeing, oh, okay, well, we're doing great here, we're doing great here, but we're not doing so great there. Not so, there. SWOT analysis. Probably, <laughs> something is needed for us to. Yeah. Unless we do, as you said, we have some metrics to look at where we are. We cannot carry on with numbing tools like "Yeah, well, the Mahdi is coming. Inshallah, everything's going to be okay." Mm. Because sooner or later, that's going to give in, and the impact of that is what hemorrhage.
1: Mm. Yeah, so that's what you've been thinking about in the last. Not thinking years. about yeah. it,
0: but actually looking at it. So mm. what I've been doing is. Looking at my my relationship with my wife
1: Mm.
0: And where do I stand with that Does my wife benefit from what I have to share Do I provide leadership in my house Am I being a husband Would my wife actually stand and say "MashaAllah"? Does she look up at me If I expect people to look up at me Before I go to Jumma Khutbah If I'm going to speak about something Have I got that in my life Mm. Without that foundational level of Expertise When I say expertise Competency rather mm. Foundational level of success Across your life Speaking out there I realize is just hot air It's just more information Looking good Sounding knowledgeable I can quote all the hadith And all the ayat And I could go into epi- you know, Etymological analysis in Arabic To show you how masterful my language is But It ended in a divorce And a lot of pain
1: I mean is that happens, though, right? You have... Well, challenges are going to be there.
0: Yeah. But, like, you are an established host for podcasts podcast like this. If you're shivering right now, if you're dropping your things, if you can't speak on the microphone...
1: We just added all those bits out.
0: <laughs> well, I think you've kind of got a level of mastery in this, right? You'd expect that a podcast host to have a level of expertise... In
1: what he's doing, basic competence, yeah, basic competence. So, but so, I mean, you kind of you get you you start off low and then you build on it, right? Mm. Isn't there the the threat that if we if somebody waits until quote unquote they're the perfect husband or perfect worshiper, then they won't actually take the first step in, you know, yeah. doing stuff. Uh,
0: well, that's the exceptionalism that you use, not to address what's mm. really going on. Can you see
1: that? I feel like I'm being proper psychoanalyzed here now. <laughs> Oh carry on.
0: No. <laughs> you know what? Liberty me not I every time this conversation comes up, yeah, and especially with people who are quite established, people who are quite successful.
1: And good looking and absolutely,
0: yeah. mashallah. Um
1: and Sorry, I've thrown you off. No, no.
0: So <laughs> brothers who are really successful... I tell
1: jokes when I'm uh, uh, <laughs> chronically... Uh, incent- <laughs> oh, what's
0: no, I'm, yeah. I'm beginning to miss your jokes because yeah. I've been watching some yeah, of your yeah. podcasts and I'm like, wow, yeah. this is really nice funny. <laughs> and funny. Uh, and I'm the kind of guy gets who gets intense. Yeah. So keep the jokes coming, that will yeah. be good. Um, <laughs> so when I speak to brothers who are quite established in their field, who are successful in, in the dawah, or I mean that successful in themselves in terms of getting them a name, Right? Mm-hmm. People who are recognized for their work. When you speak with them and you kind of like try and get a little bit real with them about life, then we get these exceptionalist statements coming out like, well, Noah, Noah, look at his wife and his son. Mm-hmm. Or they'll be like, well, look at Umar and his relationship with his wife and, you know, that incident. They throw in these. Exceptions To justify their status quo mm. Why don't they look at like I would say well, Why don't you look at Farahun Farahun's wife was amazing Maybe you need to look at yourself And see where you stand So we kind of also use This exceptional mm. uh, Exceptional statements To let us off from looking at What is really going on The fact of the matter is You and I know when we are doing well like it's very clear when the ummah is doing well. It's very clear when I'm doing well in my relationship with my wife, or you're doing well in your business or your health.
1: Is it, or is it more like uh, just a, a, a product of one's own optimism or pessimism? You know. Sometimes I speak to people, and when they're given a you know a, a summary of the state of the Muslim ummah, yeah, it's depressing as hell. It is. But some people they, When actually You know The stuff they talk about and they, they, they kind of lift your spirits And it's more of an empowering You know mm-hmm. Look absolutely. at the, the strength And the khayr That's in this Ummah Absolutely You know But it just needs XYZ To kind of So isn't it more of We're projecting Whatever we Kind of want When we're, when we're describing stuff
0: um, Yeah that's, that's a really good objection Actually um, Is it
1: Absolutely
0: you know, we've got to look at things as they are. So my invitation is that mm. we look at Al kama who I don't know if you know I went to Arabic. Like we say mm. right? We we make this dua, Allah show us, show me reality as it is. So we've got to look at reality as the good of it that we like
1: mm. and the bad
0: mm. of it that we don't like, maybe. Don't just
1: focus on one bit. Yeah, don't just focus on the negatives.
0: Look at the Would you agree
1: that we future. we should have a, an overall optimistic lens and an empowering lens? That okay, here are the problems. Don't put your head in the sand. Here are the problems, but look at it. In, uh, look them as opportunities for improvement, for work, for coming well, close to we Allah we
0: can have a look at that. Uh, we could have a look at that, and uh, and maybe I want to come back to this in in a little bit, mm. right? In terms of how do we look at things, and how does our the way you look at things? How does it impact mm. what we see? and what kind of actions we can take to make a difference right yeah. so you know you were saying about what about all the good stuff in the ummah and i've also heard that for a long time you know there's al khairu fil ummah or we used to have good in the ummah in fact there's a prophetic saying about that you know that there will always be la tazala ta'ifatun min ummati ala al mansura a group of people who always remain hmm. on the taif al mansura on the victorious path on and uh, so named after you. <laughs> I ask Allah to make and us all and from and these and people, and but um, I think you know this conversation I'm going to try and be as as positive as possible. And by positive I mean mm. not negative positive, I mean non normative. I mean it's looking at things as they are. And when we look at things as they are The judgment of it Like it's good or it's bad It's positive, it's negative It's pessimistic, it's optimistic Mm -hmm. You can put this aside for a bit right? Just see how things are
1: So we can have a start So how are they?
0: Well, where do you want to look?
1: What's your What's your advice? Imagine like you have the Ummah watching right now
0: I don't give advice to be honest with you (laughs) I leave that <laughs> to the specialists to do. Yeah.
1: But um So that can be your advice. Listen to specialists.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: But they've probably heard this before yeah. too.
0: <laughs> like <laughs> listen to specialists yeah. and it's not made a difference to them. Yeah. So maybe you look at like actually look at what makes a difference. Don't keep doing the same thing. Like we said, the status quo, there is a there is a reality that you're living right now. Mm. Like um Salman. Your weight.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You've been doing a particular thing If you're concerned about your weight I'm not sure you're concerned about your mm. weight Are you? Mm-hmm. Do you get concerned about your weight?
1: Yeah I've okay. been losing weight in Ramadan <laughs> Okay yeah, Great now, now.
0: So whatever mm. you do About your weight However you're being about your weight Your attitude towards etc et Is got to new way you are It doesn't matter how much you know Really mm. And It will continue to be this way Most likely it will continue to be this way Unless you take a a radically different approach to it. like You need something that's going to really knock you off your trajectory.
1: Mm.
0: What's that going to be? Most people don't actually make a difference in their life until they hit either death or a very, very critical illness um, or a huge loss in their family. Mm. Until then it's like, oh, we just carry on as it is. So you and I are going to carry on as it is you're going to carry on with your health as it is i'm telling you i mean mm. this is on <laughs> this is on record now right you will carry on as it is and we we'll probably see you in your 50s you know with the same kind of round mashallah lovely <laughs> shape <laughs> and i hope you don't, don't take it as an offense um because changes don't happen like that
1: how did they happen we need to you have to r- wait for Hadi. you know some <laughs> some uh you know uh, earth-shattering event
0: well we have an option right So you can either wait for the earth shattering event Like some, some kind of a, uh, a moment of Extreme difficulty For you to reconsider everything mm-hmm. Or Maybe that's the kind of conversation we should be having all the time To really look at what the reality Really is in my life And doing something about it mm-hmm. So how much do you weigh, of Uh, That's classified I'll tell you (laughs) (laughs) Well Consider you don't know your
1: Over 100 kilos
0: (laughs) Most people don't know Where the metrics are Yeah you know They don't know How much they go In the bank account to spend They don't know Where their health is Their health metrics are Mm. For them to actually Do anything about it We don't know What the state of our ummah is We just say "Ah, Alhamdulillah Everything is good We don't know Where our children are And their iman is Or their deen is Oh we can't measure Those things Until Something really wrong, horrible goes wrong, yeah. and then even we justify like, "Oh, it's exception."
1: So the first, let's say, practically speaking, the first stage, <coughs> first step is to set up some metrics, some measurements where you can actually charter, put 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 numbers. I would say the other way around. I say just first look at what your life is.
0: What's important to you, and how it how are mm. they, and then you can probably develop some metrics.
1: So of what's health, important. children's, terbier. You know, finance Whatever, people Yeah, your sense of comfort that. Your sense of peace yeah. in your mind your And then put, I guess, numbers to those things Or things that you can measure Is it going up, is it going down Is it staying the same Yeah,
0: you could be quantitative or mm. qualitative But you mm. can have a look at it And you can you talk to your wife and she'll tell you Talk to your children and they'll tell you mm. Talk to the world around you Not those who are, you know, like in their chamber with you So it's an echo chamber situation But actually talk to people out and find out what's going on Mm. But most of us are, are the best judgment judges of ourselves. What's that ayah? You are the person who knows yourself the most.
1: Yeah, I can't. And what I see is.
0: Not exactly. Like that could be the starting point of our entire conversation. Mm. And consider we do that. that mm. Allah says. <coughs> but human being. Knows himself insightfully Even though he gives excuses and reasonings On the outside world mm-hmm. And we do that all the time Like I know I might look good in front of you Talk good in front of you But what's happening behind the scene It's behind the, behind the scene
1: mm-hmm. And I
0: think it's, it's Only you can actually have a look at that And see where do you stand in your life So if I ask you where do you stand in your health How's your health Salman?
1: the pre prepared answer good alhamdulillah <laughs> but
0: uh, let's go beyond the pre like, yeah. p- prepared answer so, that's what's probably i mean i know one
1: are. one brother he uh, like an uh, an older person i think a few years ago i was much more overweight and he was like look man you need to lose weight and i, was, I, th- I think since then alhamdulillah like it kind of triggered something mm-hmm. um i lost like 20 kilos since then so it's slowly kind of going down ups and downs and stuff alhamdulillah but i think that him saying that Cause I didn't really notice, like you know, cause just busy whatever, and you just have the habits, even 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 though <laughs> you go to gym and stuff similarly regularly, but not enough. For example, cardio versus other stuff, mm-hmm. so you still end up kind of um, you know uh, unhealthy weight. So that it didn't require like a massive thing, Alhamdulillah It was more like you know just him saying, mm-hmm. "Have you weighed yourself? <laughs> You're looking again." <laughs>
0: yeah, and they made a difference yeah. for you, right? That kind of straight talk actually mm. makes a difference, even though it might sometimes be like unpleasant at the beginning. But in the long run, it's like it's made a difference for you. Mm. It could have felt like, oh, why is his brother talking to me like that? For or why brother Mustafa asking me this question?
1: And I guess it's it's important for us to be that not on not in public platforms like a podcast or whatever. But you know, almutman yeah. uh, muratu the believer is a, a mirror to his brother. So we have we should have people that we give advice to and get advice back, and it should be in private. It should be, moder- We had this uh, an exercise, really nice one, in one of the Tarbiya programs, yeah. looking at this hadith and drawing ca- uh, kind of reflections from it, pun intended. Um, and uh, there's an article in on Samtrence called "Reflecting on Your Mirror" or something like that. So there was like forty plus reflections about that hadith, you know. So what does a mirror do? it gives you an accurate if the mirror is in good health it gives you an accurate reflection it doesn't exaggerate your your positive or negative features you have to keep the mirror clean you know the mirror gives you advice the reflection to your face it doesn't hold it and then give it to someone else absolutely you know there's it, it, it lo- lots of good things so that that requires i guess um, some kind of um uh, and this is what uh, Hayth says a lot that mm-hmm. you can tell the difference between someone who received Tarbiyah as an individual and as part of a group. Yeah, they're far more, I think, rounded. Not in the rounded This sense, but like <laughs> <laughs> people who have a cohort, you know, they yeah. advise each other. You can, you know, they they have that more that patience, a bit more resilience, I think. Whereas yeah. someone otherwise, you know, some people, when the PowerPoint's not working, you know, all hell breaks loose. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of I actually re- recently came to be present to this In Surah Al-Fatiha When we say إِهْدِنَا al mustaqim." Not إِهْدِنِي Allah, guide me to the right path No, you say guide us So guidance requires this, you know, community Guidance yeah. requires you working with <inaudible> others يَاكَ <inaudible> Yeah, <inaudible>
1: Not
0: individual success But actually in a communal setting In the plural us setting yeah. so Absolutely, we, do, we definitely uh, need that now, look, we've spoken a lot about um, the the need for looking at things as they are and the impact of not looking at things as they are in perpetuating the status quo. but what is the status quo? What's happening with Ummah, and what's
1: important for us to look at
0: Depends you, you on ask
1: you? Depends well,
0: I'm asking Salman
1: <laughs> I mean, I was thinking about this the other day I, I, I think uh, As, as uh, some of our mashayikh say The ummah needs every group oh. Right for, for a good revival For a strengthening of the ummah It's not like one group Or one jama'ah Or one sect or uh, madhab Has to vanquish all others No, you need everyone yeah. It's like one mm-hmm. body And I was thinking about that as well I, I injured my foot uh, Like a year or two ago yeah. And I was just reflecting on that hadith you know, the, the, the ummah is like one body And how Look the foot doesn't do the same thing as the eyeball Doesn't do the same thing as the You know The spine But they're all Important The problem uh, Occurs when Someone's a bit too Excited about his or her Niche And they say This is the thing for the Ummah This is Anyone else You know You're focusing on that or you're wasting your time You know This is what you really should be doing Not knowing that them being involved in that, whatever whether it's a, a political movement or a um, you know a sect or whatever, that kind of focuses on one thing um, more than others. Them being involved in that is is more uh, a function of their personality, what circles they wandered into when they were in their formative years, yep. what suits their own temperament, and in, what the ummah I think really needs is. The ability to coordinate and synergize with all of these different um, talents mm-hmm. temperaments um, specialisms you know um, like you know I was saying you know you want the you want the 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 dhikr of the Sufis mm-hmm. you want the the you know the zeal of the al-Tahrir or whatever you want the the you know and I was just thinking that each group. You know, has bring something to the, table. Something to the table, and oh. what we what we need is good management of those resources. I think, as well as ag- other resources. So this this is a human element. We have vast amounts of wealth, land. Um, we have people. We yeah. have not just people. We have people who gather once a week. Many of them, many hun- tens of millions of them, maybe hundreds of millions of them. Yep. And they're forced to sit down and listen to you.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely <laughs> <laughs> <And>
1: <laughs> It's haram for them to speak You know, we have that, that resource And that's always been capitalised uh, upon Historically by, you know, this dynasty or that That's, you know, that, that's like the, how they broadcast there so
0: We have amazing amount of resources, undoubtedly yeah. And we have a lot of talent, undoubtedly And you know, when I see you, know, you doing this And then brothers do, taking advantage of different mm. technologies And mediums and social media and YouTube channels and People are doing lots of really great stuff out there I think Doing is great um, Tools are really great Undoubtedly Because Allah has blessed all of us mm. But what are we doing with them How effectively are we using them or not Is a question that I think we need to ask um, Without The assessment and judgment of it Like oh, good or bad But just like where are we with no. things man So where are we With our youth for example
1: You give khutbah which w- w- in mos- which mosque? Oh, that a few different uh, Different one each week Okay Keep getting kicked out <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well How many youth do you see? Percentage was do you think In the, mo- in the, in the khutbas?
1: Well I do one at a youth club Which is Wait for the youth <laughs> club <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> Yes in youth law. um But uh, it's full of uncles normally anyway But um, Yeah I mean It depends obviously if, When it's school holidays And it's maybe about 50-50 Okay, uh, so when there's outside of holidays and fewer youth. Okay,
0: now I've been doing khutbas for over a decade, decades, two decades probably now, mm. and I see the same faces. If I see the same faces twenty years, where is the next generation? Mm. Where are the third generation, the fourth generation of Muslims in this country? And I can tell you that because I in know. In the I've overflow
1: found. room. <laughs> yeah, you'd hope.
0: <laughs> inshallah, they're in the overflow room. <laughs> yeah, that's what probably you know parents are thinking. Yeah. Like, inshallah, they're in some mosque somewhere. Yeah. But in my masjid, where we've got like at the moment, I think with the last uh, census said something like thirty percent of um, youth population, or thirty-three percent of youth population in the UK are Muslims, like from Muslim families. A huge, huge youth I population.
1: More, I think more than half of the Muslim community is under thirty, or something. Yeah, oh yeah, it's a like crazy amount I of potential seen something
0: like that. It's a huge amount of potential mm-hmm. in the future there Now how many of those are turning up in the masjids? I wouldn't put it at 5% Although when I go to the uh, Say for example I go to a university I do uh, hold regularly at City University And at City University They have
1: about Hopefully a lot of students
0: <laughs> Yeah yeah There's 25,000 students at the university wow. Of which about half mm. uh, 5,500 are Muslims Is that it? Well That's 5,000? 5, Over yeah. 5,000 So it was 20% 20 20% percent. 20 percent. Yeah. But how many did turn up for the khutbah? For the juma? 500, alhamdulillah Asha'm You Allah. know, you look at it, it goes, mashallah the, the whole is full 500 But what percentage 500 or 5,500? 5, it's about 10% uh, Just under 10%, right And then what percentage of those people Who come to the khutbah Will actually turn up to something Beyond just sitting and listening mm-hmm. to their talk Where there's a bit more terbiya involved about 30
1: Depends if there's pizza <laughs>
0: Okay, yeah, yeah I mean you, Where's That's my how pizza today? I was radicalized
1: i to come to this talk Nah, I'm a bit busy uh, There's free food there as well Okay, all <laughs> the time
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, well the Free food is always a good one, man <laughs> I mean, you think uh, You know the, uh, When the Prophet says Afshu uh, salam It's, it's a great, great thing
1: Second uh, Second the manifesto Absolutely But so the youth situation now um, is that a
0: lot of them don't turn up in the messages?
1: Well, I mean, there's there's a. I think Islamic Network and MCB have been doing a uh, the world's, one well, of the country's largest survey of Muslim youth. Mm-hmm. I think I'm waiting for to hear back about that. I don't know if they published that yet. Okay. Um, but yes, it will be good to get a a, res, a you know a, a data driven idea a picture of this. Sure. Because what I get, I, I I speak to a lot of youth workers now and then. And some of them are very again pessimistic, like you know, yeah. um, the, the youth are being is destroyed and, and and you know, but some of them are a bit more optimistic. So uh, again, it's, it's hard for me to, you know, ob- obviously it's an important demographic well, we need to. I think we wary. just have
0: got to look at things as they are, right? yeah. and and for the lack of data, we had census twenty twenty one data, but it didn't do any of the religious. Uh, yet, yeah, they, they didn't take that into consideration, so we're not going to see that come out. of... Uh, I think
1: they're m- they're going to be releasing some of the. That data, bivariate data or something, whatever they call it, for the different mm. metrics put together. Yeah, but they age didn't take into religion and stuff. They didn't take into
0: account in the last census data, so unless somebody's bought. They did some they
1: th- did. No, the last in twenty twenty one. Okay. Well yeah, la- yeah. last time I looked at it it said not. They have they're just releasing it slowly. Yeah, the different um, data sets. But I mean imagine if you didn't uh, regardless of what you get, yeah. you, you you still want to from a first principles perspective, you still want to put things in place, right? You make sure, for example, the masjid is welcoming to yeah. um, you know young people. Make sure there's things for young people to do. What would you? Yeah, well, w- you're going to solutions, I think, um, mm-hmm. and uh, like
0: looking at solutions. What can we do? And uh, that might not be really conducive. It's like you go to a doctor and the doctor goes, "You say, oh, I've got pain here and I've got aches there and I'm sleepless," and he goes, "Oh, okay." You're not going to trust that Versus the doctor you go to And he tells you bloods And he checks you properly And he checks the symptoms Who are you going to lo- work with?
1: But can you envisage any scenario any Getting any data or any status quo that would, that would inform you to say You know what, let's not make the masjid More welcoming to young people
0: I would say you look at where you are And mm. I would invite any our viewers, listeners here To look at where you stand If you're in, in the responsibility as a khatib If you're an imam anywhere Look Mm. at your masjid Don't worry about what's going on out there in the world You are a microcosm You are a reflection of Mm. the entire ummah What is happening where you are? How many youth are there? What are the youth actually dealing with right now? Mm. In the university I speak to the students Their main issues are Distractions from studies um, The opposite sex Relationship with opposite sex Challenges with money Breaking up with uh, their parents not understanding them, generation gap thing. Um, and then there <coughs> is the lure of the hedonistic lifestyle. Mm. That's what de- they're dealing with. Um, and then the, you, they graduate from university and then you've got marriage. Look what's happening to a marriage. I mean, from your gut feelings, from who you yeah. know, your life, what percentage of people are getting married soon, as after, the, or soon after they graduate from university? No idea. If you talk to local people, and there is a, a very respectful community leader in this area, I won't probably name right now. Um, <laughs>
1: Can I guess? Oh <laughs> i <I'm> check joking <laughs> You probably you know him anyway. Community leader. Yeah, one of those. <laughs> 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 um,
0: he said that two thirds of the divor- uh, marriages young people, those who do get married, the most people are leaving marriage until after thirty. Most Mm. men are. Young women are looking to get married, probably. But Muslims, women who identify themselves as Muslims, are looking to get married, but it kind of takes a long time. They're kind of pushing towards the 30s, just like the community we live in. Like the culture we live in, that's where people start around their 30s thinking about settling down.
1: Our youth are Mm.
0: dealing with the same thing. Mm. He says two-thirds end up in divorce within six months. So we've got Mm. that going on. We've got, generally... Muslim households, what are our challenges? But I can tell you from my family, right? Third, fourth generation in this country, not interested in religion. (coughs) Haven't been interested in religion. Their parents are super duper, you know, uh, practicing and even preaching, but their children.
1: Why is that? You think?
0: Well, you know your your situation, and I know mine. And I think everybody knows theirs, and I think they need to, if they don't know their own circumstances, why their son is not, or daughter is not involved in what they're doing, why they're or their own family are mm. not the first person to listen to them and their preaching, then they've got to look at that. Mm, mm. Yeah? Now, uh, I've looked at socioeconomic indicators. It's a one indicator of how well we're doing as a community that looks at our health as a community, that looks at like, things like domestic violence. Divorce rates um, Employment Education etc And unfortunately You will find that we're not doing great What percentage of the prison population Are Muslims at the moment?
1: I had 14
0: somewhere In my head Yeah that was the 2011 census The recent one
1: is 19% Okay, 19% Is that because people keep converting to Islam in prison? (laughs) To not get beaten up? Well I mean I don't know Could be Okay. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Could be. But
0: you know, these aren't really these are metrics if you look at it, they're not really like wow. But we do have wow metrics too. Like we're the biggest contributor to charity as a community. Like during Ramadan, Muslim community contribute the more to charity of yeah.
1: doctors. <laughs> and probably as well, yeah, and lawyers Mr. and engineers. Ms. Dr. Khan.
0: We have we have all of that. Mm. We probably in terms of if you look at Muslim population as the so world. It's like
1: Polarized, uh, maybe like two two curves.
0: Yeah, and, and overall, I mean, if you look at like wealth per capita, if you look at entire Muslim mm. world population and the wealth that's in our lands, Muslims are very very wealthy overall. But on a local level. It's not like a It's not a homogeneous It's not like a pattern Common pattern Among Muslims To be doing better In all of those metrics Mm. Like we're generally Better off in our health We're generally better off In our family relationships We're generally better off In our education We're not You can't say that Mm. So We have And at the same time We've got like How many mosques Do you have in the UK now? I don't know I think the last uh, 2011 census Was 2220 something That's a lot of mosques And they're growing Every year we're building New mosques so it's not lack of mosques. Mashallah, we're building a great, lot of mosques. Imams. Do you have lack of imams in this country? Look at the number of shir- Sharia graduates. How many Sharia graduates do you think we get every year? Out of, say, Medina University. Like, British students who go to Medina University and come back. People who are going to Zaytuna and coming back. People who are sitting in Malaysia Islamic University. People who are sitting in other Islamic universities in Karachi and dotted around the world and they're coming back here.
1: And even homegrown ones. And even homegrown yeah. ones. For thousands.
0: Thousands every year. Yeah. Like, we, but... What's the trajectory of the Muslim youth in terms of their spiritual, social health?
1: Mm. So, what do you propose, though? Um, someone might say, "You know what? This is just depressing." <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's just complaining, complaining. What's your solution? You're right. I mean, uh,
0: I think it's, it's. What are you impor- going to do about
1: it, Mustafa? I think,
0: I think it's important to get impact, the, the present to the impact of what we're talking about. Mm. It's like you know, I've, has anyone ever told you don't listen?
1: Sorry, what? Has your wife <laughs> has, has your wife no, ever? Never d- ever. She's never I've helped. never oh, I've never heard her say that. Yeah okay.
0: Mine has. Okay. <laughs> now why? See so what happens is we men as have a tendency of like, oh, there's a problem? What's the solution? Mm. We're not even willing to look at what the problem is. How did it come about? Where is it coming from? We very quickly say, Oh so what's the solution, brother? What if no I don't have a solution. We need to look at where we stand, and maybe together we can mm. co-create something. Together we can discover something new. But we've got to get real
1: of where do we stand at the moment. I think a common solution, or we call it a solution, and call it uh, a a roadmap mm-hmm. to where to go from here mm. is is unity and cooperation, and coming together, bringing minds together, and and managing the resources that we have to get you know subject matter experts get people on the ground get khatibs get uh, imams ulama youth workers different groups different geographical regions in the uk for example at least starting off mm. and in a, a, a wider ummatic kind of region Absolutely. to I mean come together and you know um, Look, try to hash out some of these things do you think that's a new solution not solution necessarily, but it, that's how a solution will come. Allah says, a a b- b- b-
0: 1448 years ago. Yeah, yeah, and we still, we so I, I remember this. I was, I met this uh, sheikh in Mauritania, they call him a an- nawawi because of his expertise in hadith. He's like a an- nawawi of their time, right? Mm. In, in, in Mauritania. He said to me one thing, he said, Oh, when you go back to the UK, work on unity, we get Muslims together, and you know that's. One of the things that I've been working with Sheikh Haitham before is to try and get people around the table from the different community backgrounds, different kind of uh, <laughs> denominations. I mean, one of
1: my earliest memories of you is, I think we were at Regents Park Mosque or something, and we saw Anjum Chowdhury. <laughs>
0: oh, yes.
1: <laughs> and all of a sudden, randomly, everyone's like just kind of walking off, and you're like trying to speak to him and you know being nice to him and giving him advice <laughs> and stuff. I'm like, and he's just like rinsing He's like, what are you, are or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow, man, you got some sabal and uh, resilience, Mashallah. Well, <laughs> I think
0: the thing is, look here, Sheikh Haitham has been going on about it for a very long time.
1: Mm.
0: It's not new. But what you've got to look at is how effective are we? The ideals are known, by the way. Like working together, all of that, what you've said, is not new knowledge. It but is it's stuff not that's necessarily
1: known. agreed upon by all. Well, may not there be. is resistance, and especially in the yeah. age of, I don't know if you've been connected in the last eight years of your journey, or if you've been in a monastery somewhere, yeah. but social media has completely turned everything upside down. There's like new Islam discourse just is on its head on social media, yeah. and as you know, social media—you may know—social media thrives on polarization, on fracturing, on niche audience, on us and them. Um, so uh, there's grown a new social media Islam now, where unity and cooperation is seen as something you know negative, and seen as for that for that for that type of mindset, wa is about you and your mates, well, not uh, about the whole ummah. You know
0: what? It's not new because we were in the 90s. We were fed the yeah, same thing, right? Exactly. al bidah, you cannot cooperate with ahl al bidah. Yeah. If you are, then but you now are it's on steroids. Started. Yeah, Allah. Now, al-Bida is determined by algorithms. <laughs> but consider that consider that there have been ulama and imma who've been saying the same thing: unite, come together. They've been repeating this ayah to the people, but it's not making as great a difference as you'd like it to make. I mean, yeah, maybe. Okay, so what but do we, we do? still need to do it. Well, absolutely. You can carry on doing
1: the same thing, hoping a different result's going to no, turn No, no, no. I mean, to see whether the let me push back a bit. Let's be a bit scientific here. To if you're not getting the desired result, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean the thing you're doing is wrong. Okay. Because it could be many other factors at play. It could be that had you done, have you not? Y- your 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 result is here. You want to get here. Your result is here. Mm. Had you not been doing that thing, your result would have been even worse. Could be. So, you know, keep doing that and look for where you can bump it up to the desired. Uh, uh, That's a really great way of looking
0: at things Mm -hmm. right? Now, if you're happy with the status quo If you're happy with where you are It doesn't matter But if you're not happy with where you are If we're Mm -hmm. not happy with where we are And the conversation is about where we are really If we're not happy with it Then we need to look at, hold on a second If doing more of the same thing is going to make a difference you don't accept it in real life. I'm telling you, like for example, if you've if you've been uh, going, you know, eating a green shake every day, and somebody told you it's going to uh, make you lose weight, and you've done it for six months,
1: you going to yeah. continue. Yeah, but are you going to continue? Yeah, if it's no, because that eating, a, uh, drinking a green shake, or whatever. If I understand why I'm doing that thing, uh-huh. it's like some people say, you know, I go to gym every day and I'm not getting uh, stronger, or whatever. I'm not getting uh, I'm not losing weight How If had you not been to the gym You would have You know Gained weight So at least What you are there Like we said There's That's no You think as stasis. there is
0: homeostasis though You think that there
1: there's is There's no There's no stasis Right There is So So You c- uh, Nobody has to be Completely happy with the status quo uh-huh. But carry on Working Towards things that Because of your From a strategic perspective From a vision perspective From mm-hmm. your principles your values, you know that I should be doing this. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting the results I need, uh, 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 I desire. Mm-hmm. So find how to make it better, more yeah. effective, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. complemented with other things. But we're not going to say, you know, that's wrong. Cool. Maybe Maybe, we're, maybe there's other factors that. M-
0: maybe, you know. maybe. So absolute, maybe someone
1: yeah. is going to the gym every day, but they're also eating a box of Krispy Kreme's. Every day, yeah. Absolutely. So that's the issue, not going to not the gym. Not giving that up, yeah. yeah.
0: So it may be you need to do something more additional, mm-hmm. yeah. But not just do the same thing And expect a different result though. You still have to look at What Mm. other factors are there
1: What other factors are there? Well
0: I don't know So um, I'm going to suggest something So one of the things that Prevents you and I From actually seeing things as it is That we we pray Allah To grant us This ability to see things as they are One Mm. of the factors Is we, we have this filtered Reality We 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 carry these beliefs about things should be a particular way. And so we only look for things that confirm our bias. Yeah. Yeah. That goes, oh, yeah, yeah, You know. Uh, the Muslim is very good. I saw 500 youth, uh, young people in the mosque today. Uh, there was a youth activity with pizza. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, everything is good. Alhamdulillah. Can you see that? Mm-hmm. This confirmation bias, this filtered viewing yeah. of life, totally takes us off track. So how are we going to deal with that? I don't ask <laughs> you. Um, oh, I think f- first of is can you see that? That's the question. Can you see that you and I, we view reality. We let through in our lenses what we want to see. Absolutely. Yeah. And that means this whole area of reality that we don't really see what's going on
1: because it's too difficult. But that's where that's where bringing other people with different perspectives comes. It helps you, right?
0: Absolutely. So yeah. it's great to be present to the fact that this is what we do. And what helps us is to be around people
1: who've got... You know, Two heads are better than ab- one. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, we're, we are human beings are very blind to ourselves. Democracy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you, whatever, whatever works as far as uh, I'm concerned, whatever makes a difference for you, regardless mm. of whether you like it or not, um, is probably what's needed. You might not like a particular prescription, but that's what works So you're going to do that I think we've become an ummah Where we are fixated on What is the right thing to do And the right thing is not given by What's the result it's producing But what we think is right What we want to be right What we think is in our text An in interpretation mm. And so we impose that interpretation On a reality that's n- is not changing And we expect a change And over time it creates this Cognitive dissonance And then people fall off the deen ladder mm. People become, oh, you know, Well, I pray. But they're not really convinced. It's not, it doesn't empower them up. It doesn't empower these people anymore. Why? Because too much of a difference between what they expect, the prescription they carry themselves and the reality, it, it's on the ground. I saw that in my life. And that's what really put me to a stop. Like, hold on a mm-hmm. second, what's going on? We've got to accept, I think, first thing is that there is this filtered view of reality. And then we'll groupthink you know, you mentioned earlier, like unless we were in this, unless we are actually going out there, mixing and mingling, not only just MRDF stuff in stuff. You need to sit with uh, Ahlul Bidah. You sit with people out there <laughs> without your judgments and see what's going on, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then maybe it will make a difference. So we've got to get out. So of I mean, thing. really
1: enjoying this conversation, but maybe for the wrong reasons because I I tend to like kind of really highly theoretical stuff anyway. But you were just saying that that's the thing you're kind of trying to ironically push against right that's what led Uh, to your absolutely so you're kind of rethinking and just cancelling all of your public stuff and just focusing on uh, you know, more practical things. So if we, if we summarize so far so to get the practical, you know, fruits of what you're saying.
0: I think we're going to be stepping, the, jumping thing and I know you're probably mm. short of time as well and we're running... Um, no, no, I mean,
1: just, head. I mean, in terms of what you said so far because you have, you've ha- you have had some practical, a good piece of advice here just to, just to kind of um, get them out for the audience again. So one is beware of your own um, uh, tendency, as a human being, your propensity towards confirmation bias—just seeing, what, seeing the world as a projection from your inner self and your inner thoughts—and your uh, that's very important. And practical ways to do that is, or, or practical ways to combat that is, is sitting with people, um, with with different people, yeah. right? Um, sh- uh, consultation, have uh, uh, avoiding groupthink. There's many. Kind of um, established kind of uh, protocols and, and, and things that you can do to you can Google people and Google, you know, how to avoid groupthink and stuff in, in a work meeting or your local mosque committee or whatever. Um, this is, this is asabiya, or yeah. one
0: of the impacts of Asabiyya, uh, which is hugely decried in our tradition. We do that. We mix and mingle with people who agree with us and we kind of identify ourselves with them. The more we do that, the less we're going to actually get, change the status quo We're going to continue to maintain how things are Absolutely mm. now, um, Something that I say Is Your situation in this life Is correlated with the situation in the hereafter okay, Interesting Your status in this life Is a correlate of your situation with Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Why? Can you think of some tradition or something in our tradition where, where we might... So like about?
1: you'll be resurrecting doing what you did? You'll be resurrecting you doing what you
0: did. Or okay. your maqam, your status with Allah Taala, is reflected in your status in this world. They say, look at where Allah has established you now in this world to know where, you are, where your maqam is in the hereafter. So when we have a detachment between the two, when we, you think, oh well, I mean, I mean dirt. I'm stuck. I'm in, I'm neck deep in uh murk and mire of sin. I'm neck duck in my like I'm rubbish in my family, my relationship with my children, my relationship with my siblings, or my health, or my finances. They're in a mess. But I'm going to Jannah and thereafter. Everything's gonna be good, inshallah That's the opium that keeps people stuck where they are. Mm. I think we really get a get that if Allah is guiding you, yeah. Would you not be able to deal with any challenge that comes your way? Mm. If you've got God's guidance in, with, in relation to your health, for example Or the Prophet guidance mm. in relation to your health Would you not be able to overcome any health situation? I mean, If Allah's guiding you You want to lose weight and you Sounds like God's a guidance.
1: trick question here <laughs> <laughs> I Sounds like say, a trap
0: uh, <laughs> Well, because you might have to accept the fact that you're not guided in that area of life mm. And that's difficult to accept. I get that. Like, it's difficult but to accept. But there's
1: a different in input and output, right? Well,
0: I would say that if the Prophet, or if Allah Allah's mm. guidance is present in your relationship with your wife, then you expect your relationship with your wife to be amazing. And every time a difficulty comes up, you'll be able to deal with it because you've God's guidance on your side. What is the point of having God's guidance on your side if it doesn't work? Well, this, it's not God's guidance. That's a test. Well, that's what we say. Yes. We say, oh, the test is to stay in my challenge. No, the test is to get out.
1: Mm.
0: You know, course, yeah. So that he mm. tests you to see who is the best in action. Not test of you to who is the best in patience, in waiting. Mm. Like if that was a test To remain in Where you are at the moment The difficulties you have With yourself With your health With your wife With the children With the finances With your community With being of service to people With your extended families If you have difficulties In those areas And you think it's supposed To be like that mm. well, Good luck Because Allah He wants yusr for you <speaking in foreign language> If God wants ease for you And you're saying No no God wants difficulty for me And I'm supposed to have patience mm. Then Prophet <laughs> Would not have left Makkah. Why did he leave Mecca then? He should have stayed there and be patient. Mm, in the mm. current understanding of what patience is, we're like sitting and waiting mm. for something to change. Allah's mm. going to help. We're just going to have to make dua and stay fast, brother. Everything's going to be okay. We wouldn't have Islam today. The mm-hmm. people in Medina would not have Islam because the Prophet Islam would have stayed in Mecca. Yes. So, we've really got to look at it. And maybe accept that, hold on a second, we might not have Allah's guidance in our da'wah. I might not have Allah's guidance in the way I speak. I might not have Allah's guidance because if I'm speaking and it's not making a difference, there's something missing here. I know we're very good to say, oh, you know, the circumstance and the people are not good enough mm. and our youth are now misguided and they're, they're, the 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 governments are terrible and the media is brainwashing our children.
1: So by guidance, you mean tawfiq here? Hidayah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I mean hidayah, is straight.
1: like Allah's guidance be present. So if somebody... Listening here They perceive that You know what I don't have Allah's guidance In my relationship With my parents Yeah What 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 would you advise them Or any any, any area How do you get Allah's guidance In seek those it out. things Is it just a, What you learn it in a book Or
0: No seek it out You'd have to go and Speak to people Who are actually Accomplished in that area mm. And this is the thing I think uh, Good for our audience To know is that If you're going to get Guided by somebody It's like I'm not going to ask Sheikh Salman for guidance on keeping in good shape, I'm not going to ask you. <laughs> you might know all the theoretical stuff, but it's not really going to make a difference. I learned that the hard way. Yeah, that mm. all of the khutbas for 15 years were not really making a difference. I mean, you
1: don't in, in, know that. It well, could I, be from that. what
0: I can see. Iqbal said something very beautiful. You know, he says, "Kalam um, kalam uh, He says, "What comes from the heart." Goes to the other hearts الْقُلُوبَ بِلَا And the hearts take it in without any difficulty It doesn't take our intellectual understanding And yeah. agreeing, <coughs> any of that Effective words are something else So I could be missing the Prophet's guidance mm. On effective speaking And if I'm having difficulty with my wife Absolutely i have missing God's guidance The Prophet's guidance in that area of my life It's difficult to accept Because I could be an alim And oh my God I've got this issue and what am I doing? I'm blaming her. I'm blaming the world. But Muawad, who doesn't accept any kind of other authority or assigns agency outside of himself to Allah uh, and Allah to other things in islam we mm. don't do that. Otherwise, we could become victims of our circumstances, victims of other people, victims of governments, victims of all other powers. That's not la ilaha illallah. And I think that's a different conversation, right? <laughs> <laughs> a totally different conversation. So <laughs> make
1: on do- anyone here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, I think absolutely not We don't want to do that at all no. But I think we can read, have a look at of What is not. it to be la ilaha illallah Look, I ask you this question, right? Why is it that we say Oh, look at the Sahaba Look at those Salaf al salihin Look at those pr- previous people And how great and amazing they are Well, why aren't we all great and amazing today then? We have the same thing, don't we? We've had the same narrative of religion and religiosity And what it means to be Muslim for the last 50 years at least we haven't seen an improvement in the trajectory, haven't we? I don't know. We could ask. That's why we're looking at what's that? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Have a look at what's up.
1: Yeah. So I mean, to to um, to continue the summary for people to take away these these fruits. So um, avoid. I've been taking some notes. Avoid groupthink. You describe some things of how how to get uh, across. Uh, how to get. Um, uh, uh, how to avoid groupthink and 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 your personal. You know, observation, confirmation biases. Um, try to look at metrics for qualitative and quantitative metrics for what the status quo is. Yep, look, you where you stand in your, where do you that? stand in your the different values, the thing, things that you value your health, your finances, your, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, your relationship with Allah mm-hmm. and and people. Seek out guidance. Therefore, so you might find you know what well, I don't have guidance. Uh, uh, my my relation with X Y Z or my finances or health or yeah. knowledge. Um, it's it's not where I want it to, to be Yeah. So seek out specific um, Professional guidance In those regards
0: But why don't we do that? Some people do Some people do, <laughs> absolutely but th- uh, we, we, That's, that's really what I'm doing great. right
1: now <laughs>
0: <laughs> For those who do, that's really great But for those who yeah. don't, we want to be helpful to them Consider, some of us are too vested We're too invested in a particular narrative mm. We're so invested in one thing For example Fear Allah and everything's going to be okay More taqwa brother And everything's going to be okay Whatever the narrative we're invested in It's very difficult to do Divest Mm -hmm. It's very difficult to go Race back Because we've said so much And what are we going to do now Too vested in an argument too much resources, too many years, too many books we've committed to one thing. How are we going to retract that?
1: And it's a very Why do you need thing. to retract it? Well, maybe because... What's an example of it? I mean, fear Allah is very broad. <laughs> you yeah, know,
0: that, that's the thing. It's very broad. There's nothing wrong with fear yeah. Allah. Have taqwa, there's nothing wrong with that. But it, just saying that, is it making a difference? Mm. Or maybe it's about time we look at Hold on a second. How do we do that?
1: I mean one of the things you reminded me of is something I say often and, and maybe like a an observation about Islamic discourse today is you know how, so the minbar mm-hmm. has its own discourse, its mm-hmm. own address the like the Prophet a hadith, a prophetic speech you you have to, I mean the, the scholars of usul will say look, this hadith, how did the Prophet say it? Mm-hmm. What what role was he assuming? What hat was he wearing? Sallallahu alaihi wa yeah. For want of a better word, was he saying it as preaching? Was he saying it as a military general? Was he saying his hadith as a father, as a husband? Yep. Was he saying it as the as qada uh, between two people? Mm-hmm. Because the answer to these questions radically changes how you and where you put that knowledge. Absolutely. Right. So today, a lot, maybe the majority of how we absorb the general Muslim absorbs Islamic discourse is the discourse of the address of the minbar mm-hmm. which is very hyperbolic it is um, black and white yeah it is for good reason it it shakes you it wakes you up it's supposed to carry out a certain function it, it focuses on general principles not giving the the application necessarily right but if we have a generation of people, generations of people just absorbing that type of address It's not to say we have to divest from that or just kind of th- that's wrong No, it has its place But if I'm bringing that address now into a, an argument with my wife <laughs> yeah, That's an di- absolute disaster right? Ma- imagine the, the, the khatib, he says on the minbar Don't compromise, be a strong believer Something words like this, this is important for that address, that context mm. And saying now, if the two people are arguing To tell them don't compromise <laughs> stand firm on the truth that's the worst thing you can tell that person right it's in the context of Absolutely. of a dispute so to me it's more like compartmentalizing the different types of address the different types of discourse so you you apply it in the right place
0: i think as people who are in in on in public sphere talking in the public domain right now we've got to go more than just talk mm. we can't just prescribe generic stuff to people We've got to really look at what's going on Is it making a difference And don't throw the responsibility on their shoulder Oh, it's on them If they don't implement it Then they're No We've got to go beyond that Oh This is not even balagh. You know, there's a, mm. there's a uh, I hear a common one You to translate that? Uh, uh, oh, it's only for me to convey mm. What is conveying? It's not I'm only there to send the message across Let the people know so What is tabliq? Well, that's what we've got to look at But Allah Taala, He says for, something Requires
1: at least three days <laughs> <laughs> But look at this Forty thing. years It's preferred
0: But here's, here's a challenge for you okay? Allah says al <laughs> Mu'minin. And remind Reminder benefits the believer What if the reminder doesn't benefit? Is that a reminder? Interesting Is that a tafkir?
1: Or they're not mu'minin <laughs> Or they're not mu'minin Which the is it is
0: <laughs> But we've got to look at it right yeah. Beyond like Oh brother I told you I've told my community I've been on the minbar I've done the khutbah I've written down
1: It requires a A, a personalized approach that's, a prof- that's tarbiyah
0: That requires a prophetic approach
1: yeah. then He didn't write you books I was, I was telling my kids I think the other day No, it was a class In Surah Hujurat Allah says You know Ya ayyuladiyna amunu La tarfa'a waswatikum Fawakut sawat so harsh yeah? Don't raise your voice um, Don't raise your voice in the presence of the Prophet And don't call him like you call each other Lest your deeds become rendered null and void But then Know, mm-hmm. Those people who are shouting and calling your name and, and you know uh, They don't use their, their minds If only they had waited for you to come out But Allah is yes. most uh, forgiving and yeah. most merciful <laughs> So the people who um, ostensibly did something less severe They got a harsher warning and rebuke And people who did something more severe, yeah. materially, they got, you know, such an, a soft. They don't. They don't even rebuked. It's a very, very light rebuke. Yeah, and that's because this is tarbiyah <laughs> <laughs> <Terbiyah> <laughs> is this difficult. is the first group was Abu Bakr and Umar and the senior companions. Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is giving, uh, holding them to a, a, a stricter criterion, right? Absolutely. But the the Bedouins who just come from the desert, from new to Islam, maybe. He's very soft and, 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 yeah. and gentle with him. That's why um, I'm not being gentle with you. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> but look, you know,
0: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suggest something a little bit radical, okay?
1: You want to be with that? Okay, let me make sure I'm sitting down. Covering up. That's all the time we have left for <laughs> <today>. <laughs> <laughs> Covering up is one of the, I hope i are not going to take this Into some weird uh, Naturist uh, <laughs> Discussion now <laughs> um, Now Sorry i completely thrown you off No you know
0: why Because at work yeah, We recently got an achieved. inquiry We recently got an inquiry From the vice president Of this naturist organization <laughs> And he just mentioned them Astaghfirullah like. um, Now covering up right What we're really good at Is Putting things under the carpet It's okay bro hush, hush 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 We do it to others But more importantly You do it yourself
1: mm-hmm. You and
0: I are not willing to look at What's going on Because it's sometimes too difficult to look at And you can bring compassion to that We have to bring compassion to that That's why it's Bismillah We begin in the name of God Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim like, you know, we, mm. we, we have to really look at ourselves Our People within who are in this realm of work What are we doing outside in the public And our people, our family and friends we really got to bring a lot of compassion and love to that Without that, we're not going to make a difference we, I know we have this polarized attitude You're either with me or you're against me And that's not taking us anywhere Even the Prophet when he goes to Mecca What did he say about Abu Sufyan? He's standing in the borders of entering Mecca To take Mecca back He says <laughs> And Abu Sufyan on that side was saying if Muhammad goes beyond this line, his neck is going to be rolling on the floor. His head is going to be rolling on the floor. That's what Abu Sufyan says. Mm. But the Prophet he says, he says, no, he who enters the sanctuary of Abu Sufyan, he is safe. He kind of gave him his status and recognized and acknowledged his sworn enemy for who he was. And then Abu Sufyan is, joins him. Mm. Mm-hmm. How much do we do that with the people we disagree
1: with? <laughs> yeah. We're very
0: good to write people off and put people down and they're wrong and you're wrong. And Instead of, like, hold on a second. I care for you. I love you. Here's the way I'm looking at it. See if it's useful. Instead of, this is the right thing if you don't do it.
1: I was just thinking this morning that it used to be that pre-social media, the enemies of Islam used to be people who actually hate Islam and are attacking Islam and Muslims. But today, the enemies of Islam is somebody who disagrees with you. (laughs) (laughs) Social media Islam.
0: So covering up is a big issue, uh, Salman. Like, we... Tend to have this that we have this thing of don't talk about it, hush, hush. but what's the word for covering up in Arabic? <laughs> 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 <sighs> 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 so, I mean, that's enough said.
1: It's also <laughs> a maghfira. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so
0: <laughs> both go probably hand in hand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And we kind of go, oh, that means uh, just disbelieving God. It's the covering up. What do got. you mean? That we, we don't want to look at things as they are. We cover it, mm. brush it under the carpet, mm. hope everything's going to be okay, and it doesn't go mm. away. Yeah. We don't acknowledge God's the reality as it is. We don't acknowledge Allah's favors and His blessings in our lives as they are. We don't acknowledge the challenges we've got going on. So we, we live people like, سُمُّن Bukun Amin la Mm. People who don't see, deaf, dumb and blind And we're not going to make a difference So we've got to stop covering up
1: So on that um, positive bombshell <laughs> that positive note We need to wrap up soon Because uh, time's uh, running away with us um, It is But what's your final So we, we've been given a few um, summaries But what's your final, I guess Piece of advice for the listeners um, In terms of take-home message Check the temperature I like it really look at where you are look at where do you want to s- look at the camera and say with <laughs> some more directly to the audience
0: <laughs> look at where you stand claim today <laughs> look the, the whole point that I know for me I came here to have this conversation is not detract to solutions and look at everything as what could we do and there's so many things what we could do but just look at where How have to stand.
1: save the Ummah in three steps
0: Yeah, yeah that's not going to happen Otherwise it would have been done by now <laughs> Look, if you and I think we've got solutions Then forget it hmm. There's no point in starting Because if we had solutions It would have been done In fact, if there was a solution out there We wouldn't be in the situation we're in Even though we theoretically say Oh, we know what the right thing to do is But knowing hmm. the right thing to do If it's not making a difference It means there's a gap in there somewhere So we've got to look at what the gap is Between knowing it and putting it into practice And, and that's so what we've got to look so your message
1: to people is check the temperature.
0: Yeah, check the temperature. Where do you stand? Get, get real. Look at things as it is. That's a starting point. And especially brothers. We're very good at, especially like intelligent, knowledgeable brothers. They go straight without, from looking, without looking at what's going on. They make a jump to conclusion. What's the solution? What's the solution? Let's go the solution. You don't understand the problem yet. Mm-hmm. You don't know where it's coming from. Without that, you're going to create a solution that's gonna perpetuate the status quo. You're gonna go around and round chasing our tails. So okay. first point, where do we stand? Check the temperature. Check the temperature. Get it real. Check and the temperature.
1: Avoid groupthink. Um seek out guidance. Yeah. Specific guidance. Be with people who you disagree with maybe, give you a different perspective. Um and divest from particular narratives that you, or, or hold the possibility that there are other narratives.
0: Um, absolutely, but you know what, the thing, Salman. If you're really present to the temperature, if you're really present to currently say your health and the metrics associated with the health, mm-hmm. and how it's impacting your life, how it's impacting your wife, how it's impacting your children, how it impacts your work, how it impacts how much you can contribute to the community. If you're really present to that, I wouldn't need to give you any advice.
1: Mm.
0: Why? Why wouldn't you need any advice?
1: Because i would go to specific people for guidance? You will, d- you will seek
0: it out. Mm. At the moment, you're not present to how much maybe your weight gets in the way of mm. you impacting your audience. Impacting what you could do, how many places you can go to. Yeah? How much mm. energy you have. But you can ask, find out what the temperature is with people around you. And mm. then you will automatically be taking action. You wouldn't need Mustafa or anybody for that matter to give you a, a guidance. You'll be seeking it out. So check the temperature.
1: Okay. Zahak <laughs> <laughs> Mustafa. I hope it's not <laughs> too intense. Uh, that was intense. I'm off to the gym. And Zahak uh, <laughs> <laughs> for joining. Zahak uh, at home for watching. If you like this podcast slash therapy session, give it a like and a share. Let us know in the comments uh, what you think. If you agree or disagree. Uh, if you want to take the mic out of uh, <laughs> our guest or anything, I'm sure he'll be uh, scouring the comments looking for constructive feedback. Inshallah. And, and
0: I say, if you disagree, it's probably better for you.
1: Okay, mashallah. Um, we'll put. I, 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 do you want? Do you have any details about how people can get in touch with you for to or look at some of your stuff or discuss? I don't have mention anything. your your, your, your Khatib at khutba, Park Mosque, and yeah. Muslim welfare uh, house Yep, so they can, can find A
0: Muslim welfare house yeah. Or a Bak mosque <laughs> Or <laughs> Wait a Way outside in the car park <laughs> <laughs> um, But sure. I hope we can have More conversations yeah. Actually look at sure. more So today was about Establishing Like check mm. the temperature Maybe And I, we try to look at Our youth a little bit And our mm. family situations mm. Next time we can Probably have a look at Okay, what would Make a difference And yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, where does it start Zaknachem and Zaknachem to you. Uh, Baraklafikum. That's it for this episode of Unscripted. Assalamu alaikum. Wa rahmatullahi (laughs) wa (laughs) barakatuh.